Good evening and welcome to Mary Queen of Peace Parish here at St. Mary of the Mount Church. As we celebrate the fourth Sunday of Ordinary Time, assisting us today, our lector is Henry Hagerly. I'm glad to have Hannah Strauss here playing violin. I'm serving as your music minister. My name is Thomas Conroy. And our celebrant is Father Daniel. Awake from your slumber, arise from your sleep. A new day is dawning for all those who weep. I've seen a great light, the Lord of our longing has conquered the night. Let us build the city of God, may our tears be turned into dancing, for the Lord, our light and our Lord, has turned the night into day. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. My family, as we gather this evening to celebrate the life and love of God Almighty with us and for us, let us now pause for a moment and call to mind our brokenness, our hurts and failings, and let us now deliberately open ourselves up more so to God's healing forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you are mighty God and Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you are Son of God and Son of Mary. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are Word made flesh and splendor of the Father. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Grant us, Lord our God, that we may honor you with all our mind and love everyone in truth of heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Well, family, now let us be seated for readings from sacred scripture. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to all the people saying, a prophet like me will the Lord your God rise up for you from among your own kin, and to him you shall listen. This is exactly what you requested of the Lord your God at Urb on the day of the assembly when you said, Let us not again hear the voice of God our Lord our God, nor see the great fire any more, lest we die. And the Lord said to me, This is well said. I will rise up for them a prophet like you from among their kin, and will put their word, my words into his mouth. He shall tell them all that I command him. Whoever will not listen to my words, which he speaks in my name, I myself will make him answer for it. 
But if a prophet presumes to speak in my name, an oracle that I have not commanded him to speak, or speaks the name of other gods, he shall die. The word of the Lord. Psalm 95. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Come, let us sing joyfully to the Lord. Let us acclaim the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us joyfully sing psalms to him. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the God who made us. For he is our God, and we are his people. He shepherds the flock he guides. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Oh, that today you would hear his voice. Harden not your hearts as at Meribah, as in the day of Massa in the desert, when your fathers tempted me. They tested me, though they had seen my works. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, I should like you to be free of anxiety. An unmarried man is anxious about things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But a married man is anxious about things of the world, how he may please his wife, and he is divided. An unmarried woman or a virgin is anxious about things of the Lord, so that she may be holy in body and spirit. A married woman, on the other hand, is anxious about things of the world, how she may please her husband. I am telling you this for your own benefit, not to impose a restraint on you, but for the sake of propriety and adherence to the Lord without distraction. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. The people who sit in darkness have seen a great light. On those dwelling in a land overshadowed by death, light has arisen. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Then they came to Capernaum, and on the Sabbath, Jesus entered the synagogue and taught. The people were astonished 
at Jesus' teaching, for He taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. In their synagogue was a man with an unclean spirit. He cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Quiet, come out of him. The unclean spirit convulsed him, and with a loud cry came out of him. All were amazed and asked one another, What is this, a new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. Jesus' fame spread everywhere throughout the whole region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. The simple connection between the first reading so beautifully proclaimed from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 18, and the Gospel of Mark, you just heard me proclaim, chapter 1, is that there was a prophecy, the prophecy of Moses in Deuteronomy, and that prophecy is fulfilled in Jesus, Mark, chapter 1. That's the connection. Let's break it open. Moses, as we all know, is the leader of the people of Israel. He's the one who freed them by the power of God from their captivity in Egypt. He's the one who fed them when they were starving to death, when he called down, by the power of God, bread from heaven. He's the one who gave them the law, the covenant, on Mount Sinai, on behalf of God. Moses is considered the greatest of all the prophets. And in your hearing, just a moment ago, you heard Moses saying that there was going to be another one coming after him that the people will listen to. This should blow our minds <laughs> because that's the reality for the people of Israel. Moses was the leader. You couldn't beat Moses. And every generation afterwards, any teacher or any leader was constantly compared to the teachings and leadership of Moses. But Moses here is saying, listen, a prophet like me will the Lord your God raise up for you from among your own kin. To him you shall listen. A direct reference to Jesus Christ. And Jesus is the fulfillment of that prophecy as he makes his way to Galilee, right here on the Sea of Galilee, on the small town of Capernaum. He starts to slowly reveal himself. And how does he do that? By living and by praying and by going into the synagogue and sharing his reflections, his thoughts. But the difference between his teachings and all the other teachers of his time was that the teachers of his time would all appeal to their teacher, who would always appeal to their teacher, who would always go back to the teachings of Moses. But as you heard me proclaim, Jesus spoke with authority 
and the people considered it a new teaching. Because he didn't say, Rabbi so-and-so said this in accord with the teaching of Moses. No. As we know from the other Gospels, Jesus quite often said, Amen, Amen, I say to you. Jesus spoke from his own authority, not the authority of another and not linking his authority to Moses. He shares himself. And that's a fascinating word in our English language, authority. It shares the same root word with authenticity, which has that same sort of meaning, authenticity, authority. Jesus spoke from his own authority, authenticity. And what's authentic? Being oneself, if you want to break open the Greek language, being oneself, authenticity. And Jesus was not just the prophet in fulfillment of the prophecy of Moses, but he was God himself. And what's that significance? Yes, we could say that Jesus is not just a mere man born in Bethlehem, raised in Nazareth, taught in Galilee, and was a wonderful guide for us in our life. No, the meaning of this and the significance of this is that he is God. And now let's go a little bit deeper. Why did God become man like us? Why did God stop speaking to us directly? Some people ask me that. Why doesn't God just speak to me? Why doesn't God just speak to us all? Fascinating reality is that people don't want to hear the answer. The answer is, we asked him not to. Deuteronomy chapter 18, it references the giving of the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai in Horeb. And what happened at that time? Listen. Let us not again hear the voice of the Lord our God, nor see his great fire anymore, lest we die. They were terrified of God, which is understandable. God is God. He's overwhelming. He's all-powerful. And the people were terrified. They were overwhelmed by his power, and they begged Moses, don't let God talk to us anymore. <laughs> you talk to us. We'll listen to what you have to say. And that's what happened. And then listen, and the Lord said to me, that was said well. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their kin, and I will put my words into his mouth. Again, the prophecy is fulfilled in Jesus Christ. But why does it need to be fulfilled in Jesus Christ? Is because we asked God not to talk to us anymore. So he chose now to enter into our own vulnerability. So instead of coming to us in power and might to scare us or to overwhelm us, we all know at Christmas at the Nativity, he came in vulnerability and simplicity. 
and gentleness. Why? Because you can't force love. I'm going to repeat it again. Because you can't force love. And if all of the law and the prophets is boiled down, it's all about love. And God can't force us to love. He cannot force us to love Him. He cannot force us to love one another. He can't even force us to love ourselves. But He could scare us into doing something that looks like love. He can overwhelm us to prompt us to do things that look like love, which is understandable. If someone came up to you, you know, and said, if you loved me, you would do certain things. And yes, you would do certain things, but sometimes those certain actions would become empty. The love wouldn't be there. And that's what happens over time when we focus just on external expressions of love. Jesus did not want to be loved because of his being God and overpowering us. He did not want to be loved because of our fear of being punished. He did not want to be loved, and that's why he quite often told people not to talk about his miracles. He did not want to be loved because what we could do for him. He wanted us to love freely, fully. And when we do that, then we will find life here and now and life eternal. Let us now turn to our loving Father and ask him to hear our prayer by responding to these petitions with the words, Lord, hear our prayer. Mary, Queen of Peace, unify us as we worship together in our newly named parish community. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. You cast out demons by the power of your word. Cast out of our hearts all damaging thoughts and replace them with your word, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For healing and strength, that God will heal the sick, curb the transmission of coronavirus, sustain all who care for the sick, and guide those who are working to administer the vaccine, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those who are suffering, that God will protect those who are cold, guide the unemployed to new job opportunities, and help them find sufficient food, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Gerald Bolas, Francis Eckert Jr., Mary Fleischner, Joseph Garsick, Marianne Landry, Sonia Thompson, Mary Arbenek, and Lucille Waltlin. May they be welcome into God's kingdom, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. Today we remember Joseph A. Testa and all the intentions present in the altar, along with those in the silence of our heart. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. Our prayer for unity. We raise our voices to the most blessed Virgin Mary, our mother, and to her most glorious Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity 
as we continue on our journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, and a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community, united in the spirit. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please stand and at the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now together joyfully dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other a sign of peace. For those that will be listening to this service on the podcast tomorrow, I offer an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Amen. The announcements for today. Information about the parish and fish fries, which will be held at Sullivan Hall and the Administrative Center, can be found in this week's bulletin. Also in today's bulletin, you will find the link to a video presentation on the history of our parishes. We honor the memory of the former South Hills, Hilltop, Southside, Mount Washington parishes, whose history and heritage are critical to the spirit of our new parish, Mary Queen of Peace. We have extended the deadline through the end of February to submit memories you have of your former parish and to share a part of your faith with others. The committee will be working to, in the next few months to create ways to share the mosaic of faith and memories rooted deep in our parish life. We appreciate everyone's cooperation following the safety measures as you leave church. Continue to keep a safe distance when exiting the building and all visiting shall be done outside. Please leave your kneelers in down position for sanitizing purposes. A few other announcements, those memories that Henry was just referring to in the bulletin, those memories that we are asking for are your memories from, your, from our history, from the histories of our, of our parishes that are no longer, uh, 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 no longer organized now, that they've been absorbed into Prince of Peace and now Prince of Peace into Mary, Queen of Peace, or, 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 or uh, uh, St. John Vianney and all the parishes before that merged into St. Mary of the Mount. It's a good thing to remember our history 
to celebrate our past, where we've come from. It's a, it's a fun thing to do, to remember our schooling, remember our sacraments, remember that, those fundraising activities. You could even smell the, the pierogies making and the halushki boiling or whatever it is. You know, you could even smell it right now. It's just those memories are things we want to share with one another and to, and to bring back. It's, again, a way to, way to honor our history, to help us move into our new future together. It's a funny thing, you guys cracked me up because I was reading some of them and some of the memories was, I remember the 930 Mass. <laughs> I was like, that's not what we're talking about. Like, I want things to come back from the past. No, <laughs> you guys cracked me up. That's not what we're talking about. Don't, be, don't like, oh, I, 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 I remember times before Father Daniel got here, got here. No, that's not what we're talking about. Remember the fond memories, or even the lessons learned. Jot them down. Share them. It's a good way to, to, to heal, from the, heal the past hurts, but also move into the future. So something to think about there. Also, about the homily, if you find yourself loving God out of fear of punishment, if you find yourself loving God because He's God, hey, it's okay. <laughs> At least you love Him. At least you acknowledge that and recognize that, myself included. Hey, I would love to love God just for the sake of love. But quite often I love God because of fear of punishment. I love God because he scares me. <laughs> Let's be honest with each other. And that's why the people of Israel was like, I don't want to hear him anymore because he terrifies me. So Moses was, 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 was their leader. Now Jesus is more than their leader. He's God himself. And he wants us to grow in love with him through his gentleness, through his compassion, not his power and works of, works of power and giving us things. Because he knows that when we love freely, when we love fully, not out of fear, not out of, 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 of reciprocity, but just for the sake of love, then that's when we fully have life. Amen? Amen. Let us stand and pray. Nourished by these redeeming gifts, we pray, O Lord, that through this help to eternal salvation, true faith may ever increase through Christ our Lord. And don't forget, there's a blessing of throats immediately after this blessing and dismissal, just so we know. It's going to be a general blessing. And then if you so choose, come up for individual blessings, of course, keeping our distance from one another, just so we're all clear. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. And now may I offer you a blessing of healing for the blessing of throats in the intercession of St. Blaise. Let us all now bow our heads. Come, Holy Spirit, Spirit of healing, rest upon these beautiful servants of yours. And through the intercession of St. Blaise, Bishop and Martyr, may God deliver you from every illness of the throat and from every other illness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. This podcast is the property of the Southside Mount Washington Parish community. All rights reserved. That's it for this week. Please forward this podcast to fellow parishioners or anyone whom you think would benefit from it. Stay safe 
And please know that we are always praying for you. Take and eat, take and eat. This is my body given up for you. Take and drink, take and drink. This is my blood given up for you. I am the word that spoke and light was made. I am the seed that died to be reborn. I am the bread that comes from heaven above. I am the vine that fills your cup with joy. Take and and eat. This is my body given up for you. Take and drink, take and drink. This is my blood given up for you. I am the way that leads the exiled home. that sets the captives free. I am the life that raises up the dead. I am your peace, true peace, my gift to you. Take and eat, take and eat. This is my body given for you. Take and drink, take and drink. This is my blood given up for you. I am the lamb that takes away your sin. I am the gate that guards you night and day. shepherd's voice. You are my own. Your ransom is my blood. Take and eat. Take and eat. This is my body given up for you. Take and and drink. This is my blood given up for you.